Today is the seventh day of July. <laughs> I don't know where I am. That wouldn't be correct. And I don't even know I was going to say July. January? I don't know. It's the seventh day of December, friends. I'm looking at it on the calendar. And I must be somewhere else. Well, let me collect myself. Why don't we just do that? Let's all collect ourselves. And find our place around the global campfire. It's crazy out there. Take a few deep breaths. And just realize that we're in a safe place. And we're going to take that next step forward in the scriptures. And God will speak to us through his word. And our next step forward in the Old Testament will be back in the book of Hosea. And then when we get to the New Testament... While we read all of 2nd John yesterday, we'll head into 3rd John and we'll talk about that when we get there. But first, Hosea chapters 6, 7, 8, and 9 today. Come, let's return to the Lord, for he has torn us and he will heal us. He has wounded us and he will bind up our wounds. He will revive us after two days, and on the third day he will raise us up so we can live in his presence. Let's strive to know the Lord. His appearance is as sure as the dawn. He will come to us like the rain, like the spring showers that water the land. What am I going to do with you, Ephraim? What am I going to do with you, Judah? Your love is like the morning mist and like the early dew that vanishes. This is why I have used the prophets to cut them down. I have killed them with the words from my mouth. My judgment strikes like lightning, for I desire faithful love and not sacrifice. The knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. But they, like Adam, have violated the covenant. There they have betrayed me. Gilead is a city of evildoers, tracked with bloody footprints, like raiders who wait in ambush for someone. A band of priests murders on the road to Shechem. They commit atrocities. I have seen something horrible in the house of Israel. Ephraim's promiscuity is there. Israel is defiled. A harvest is also appointed for you, Judah, when I restore the fortunes of my people. When I heal Israel, the iniquity of Ephraim and the crimes of Samaria will be exposed, for they practice fraud. A thief breaks in. A raiding party pillages outside, but they never consider that I remember all their evil. Now their actions are all around them. They are right in front of my face. They please the king with their evil, the princes with their lies. All of them commit adultery. They are like an oven heated by a baker who stops stirring the fire from the kneading of the dough until it is leavened. On the day of our king, the princes are sick with the heat of wine. There is a conspiracy with traitors, for they, their hearts like an oven, draw him into their oven. Their anger smolders all nights. In the morning it blazes like a flaming fire. All of them are as hot as an oven, and they consume their rulers. All their kings fall. Not one of them calls on me. 
Ephraim has allowed himself to get mixed up with the nations. Ephraim is unturned bread baked on a griddle. Foreigners consume his strength, but he does not notice. Even his hair is streaked with gray, but he does not notice. Israel's arrogance testifies against them, yet they do not return to the Lord their God, and for all this they do not seek him. So Ephraim has become like a silly, senseless dove. They call to Egypt, and they go to Assyria. As they are going, I will spread my net over them. I will bring them down like birds of the sky. I will discipline them in accordance with the news that reaches their assembly. Woe to them, for they fled from me. Destruction to them, for they rebelled against me. Though I want to redeem them, they speak lies against me. They do not cry to me from their hearts. Rather, they wail on their beds. They slash themselves for grain and new wine. They turn away from me. I trained and strengthened their arms, but they plot evil against me. They turn, but not to what is above. They are like a faulty bow. Their leaders will fall by the sword because of their insolent tongue. They will be ridiculed for this in the land of Egypt. Put the ram's horn to your mouth. One like an eagle comes against the house of the Lord because they transgress my covenant and rebel against my law. Israel cries out to me, My God, we know you. Israel has rejected what is good. An enemy will pursue him. They have installed kings, but not through me. They have appointed leaders, but without my approval. They make their silver and gold into idols for themselves, for their own destruction. Your calf idol is rejected, Samaria. My anger burns against them. How long will they be incapable of innocence? For this thing is from Israel. A craftsman made it, and it is not God. The calf of Samaria will be smashed to bits. Indeed, they sow the wind and reap the whirlwind. There is no standing grain. What sprouts fails to yield flour? Even if they did, foreigners would swallow it up. Israel is swallowed up. Now they are among the nations like discarded pottery, for they have gone up to Assyria like a wild donkey going off on its own. Ephraim is paid for love, even though they hire lovers among the nations. I will now round them up, and they will begin to decrease in number under the burden of the king and leaders. When Ephraim multiplied his altars for sin, they became his altars for sinning. Though I were to write out for him ten thousand points of my instruction, they would be regarded as something strange. Though they offer sacrificial gifts and eat the flesh, the Lord does not accept them. Now he will remember their guilt and punish their sins. They will return to Egypt. Israel has forgotten his maker and built palaces. Judah has also multiplied fortified cities. I will send fire on their cities, and it will consume their citadels. Israel, do not rejoice jubilantly as the nations do, for you have acted promiscuously, leaving your God. You love the wages of a prostitute 
on every grain threshing floor. Threshing floor and wine vat will not sustain them, and the new wine will fail them. They will not stay in the land of the Lord. Instead, Ephraim will return to Egypt, and they will eat unclean food in Assyria. They will not pour out their wine offerings to the Lord, and their sacrifices will not please Him. Their food will be like the bread of mourners. All who eat it become defiled, for their bread will be for their appetites alone. It will not enter the house of the Lord. What will you do on a festival day, on the day of the Lord's feast? For even if they flee from devastation, Egypt will gather them and Memphis will bury them. Thistles will take possession of their precious silver. Thorns will invade their tents. The days of punishment have come. The days of retribution have come. Let Israel recognize it. The prophet is a fool and the inspired man is insane because of the magnitude of your iniquity and hostility. Ephraim's watchman is with my God. Yet the prophet encounters a bird trap on all his pathways. Hostility is in the house of his God. They have deeply corrupted themselves, as in the days of Gibeah. He will remember their iniquity. He will punish their sins. I discovered Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your ancestors like the first fruit of the fig tree in its first season. But they went to Baal Peor, consecrated themselves to shame, and became abhorrent like the thing they loved. Ephraim's glory will fly away like a bird. No birth, no pregnancy, no conception. Even if they raise children, I will bereave them of each one. Yes, woe to them when I depart from them. I have seen Ephraim like Tyre planted in a meadow. So Ephraim will bring out his children to the executioner. Give them, Lord. What should you give? Give them a womb that miscarries and breasts that are dry. All their evil appears at Gilgal, for there I began to hate them. I will drive them from my house because of their evil, wicked actions. I will no longer love them. All their leaders are rebellious. Ephraim is struck down. Their roots are withered. They cannot bear fruit. Even if they bear children, I will kill the precious offspring of their wombs. My God will reject them because they have not listened to him. They will become wanderers among the nations. Okay, so we read 2 John uh, completely yesterday. We'll read 3 John in its entirety today. And this letter was probably written around the same time as the other two, 1 and 2 John, were written. And it was also probably written from where we believe John spent the later part of his life in Ephesus. But 3 John's a little bit different. It's kind of like Paul's letters. When we read through Paul's letters, we read the letters that he wrote to the church, and then we get to this letter to Philemon, and it's a personal letter. That's what 3 John is. 3 John is a personal letter written to a man named Gaius, and he's... He's an upstanding believer and leader within the network of churches that John had leadership influence over. 
And John writes this letter to personally encourage Gaius for what he's doing, for his passion for the gospel, his willingness to serve God's people, his willingness to support ministries and ministers that are are coming through and serving the churches. I mean, this was always, it's still a custom today, welcoming itinerant ministers who come and care for the needs of the people. And John saw this as a necessary communication directly to Gaius because of a problem in the church. A leader there named Diotrephes had put distance between himself and John and was refusing to offer hospitality to any traveling missionaries who were coming through. And to make it even worse, Diotrephes was throwing people out of the church who, who assisted traveling missionaries and who disagreed with them. So John writes this letter personally to Gaius to commend him for what he, what he does in showing hospitality and love for those who were in need and who were traveling to bring the gospel. For Gaius to have, like, in writing a handwritten letter from John, one of the 12 disciples of Jesus, and this would have carried significant weight in, in the church. And so what we're about to see really quick as we read through 3 John, is a glimpse into the tensions that existed in the formative years of the church. And we might see that those tensions still live with us today. And so we read 3 John. The elder, to my dear friend Gaius, whom I love in the truth, Dear friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and are in good health, just as your whole life is going well. For I was very glad when fellow believers came and testified to your fidelity to the truth, how you are walking in truth. I have no greater joy than this, to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Dear friend, you are acting faithfully in whatever you do for the brothers and sisters, especially when they are strangers. They have testified to your love before the church. You will do well to send them on their journey in a manner worthy of God, since they set out for the sake of the name, accepting nothing from pagans. Therefore, we ought to support such people so that we can be co-workers with the truth. I wrote something to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to have first place among them, does not receive our authority. This is why, if I come, I will remind him of the works he is doing, slandering us with malicious words. And he is not satisfied with that. He not only refuses to welcome fellow believers, but he even stops those who want to do so and expels them from the church. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. The one who does good is of God. The one who does evil has not seen God. Everyone speaks well of Demetrius, even the truth itself, and we also speak well of him, and you know that our testimony is true. I have many things to write to you, but I don't want to write to you with pen and ink. I hope to see you soon, and we will talk face to face. Peace to you. The friends send you greetings. Greet the friends by name. Psalm 126 Zion's Restoration A Song of Ascents 
When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Our mouths were filled with laughter then, and our tongues with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord had done great things for us. We were joyful. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like watercourses in the Negev. Those who sow in tears will reap with shouts of joy. Though one goes along weeping, carrying the bag of seed, he will surely come back with shouts of joy, carrying his sheaves. Proverbs 29, 12-14 If a ruler listens to lies, all his officials will be wicked. The poor and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives light to the eyes of both. A king who judges the poor with fairness, his throne will be established forever. Father, we love you and we thank you for your word and we thank you for another day. We thank you for each step we have taken that has brought us to this step. And we thank you for this step today into and through 3 John. We thank you for all that we have yet to learn, all that we have yet to encounter, and all that will be sowed into the soil, into the field of our hearts that in due time a harvest of the fruit of the Spirit will be apparent in our lives. We thank you for your word that you have given us to guide us. We thank you for your Holy Spirit to comfort and direct and correct us. We thank you for your love and compassion and patience with us. May we receive all these things and may we give all of these things to those in need around us, love, compassion, forgiveness, patience, long-suffering, the fruit of the Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That is home base. That's the website. It's where you find out what's going on around here. Christmas time around here. It's Christmas time around everywhere, and so it's Christmas time around here too. Each year we have new things that we bring out for Christmas. A lot of times we package them in a Christmas box. This year we chose to focus on the music of the Daily Audio Bible and to take advantage of the creative ways to package music these days that have come back and allowed for artwork to be a prominent thing and a collectible. And so we've pressed up five of the titles from the music of the Daily Audio Bible onto vinyl packages. They're colored vinyl and beautiful packaging and a beautiful commemorative of our year together around the global campfire. And so we have the Sleep album, Songs for Sleep. We have the Promised Land album. We have Songs for the Hearts. And then we have two holiday titles, Family Christmas and then Christmas Time, which is Max's album that we released last year. These are all available. Any purchase of these, we will send the annual Christmas ornament out to you. 
And everything here is aimed at what is coming next. We've been developing a new infrastructure for the global campfire, a brand new application for the global uh, campfire, amplifier, I was going to say. But I guess that works. And uh, that should find its way into the wild in 2024. We have quite a ways to go, but we are so far into it. So all of the resources from this Christmas are aimed at the new global campfire. So you can find all this at dailyaudiobible.com or in the app. Just go to the Daily Audio Bible shop and just look for the Christmas category and you'll find it there. And thank you humbly for your, your partnership. Also, it's Christmas time and so we're getting ready for our annual Daily Audio Bible Family Christmas Party. So that means you can call in your holiday greetings uh, to the community here that we've been traveling with all year. And you can do that by dialing 877-942-4253 or by hitting the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. And we talk about that every day because it's for prayer and encouragement. But right now, for the rest of this week, it's also for holiday greetings. So the only rule is don't call in a prayer request or encouragement and then combine that in the same call with a holiday greeting. We won't have any way to mix that up. That'll be too mixed up for us. Just call in your holiday greeting and if you have a prayer request, call that in separate and then we'll know what to do. We thank you for that. So looking forward to it. The Christmas party is one of my favorite parts of the year. Look forward to it all year long and I'm excited that it's almost here. So make sure you participate if you can call in. And then lastly, if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible here in the final days of the year, thank you profoundly. Thank you humbly. This mission can't be a mission and this global campfire can't be a campfire if we're not in this taking steps forward together each day. So thank you humbly for your partnership here at the end of the year. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner where the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey, Dab family. This is Greg from Illinois. Um, I'm asking for some prayers for my marriage. It's hanging by a string and um, things aren't looking too good right now. Um, I've really messed up in our marriage uh, with anger and name calling and things that a Christian uh, should not do. And I'm very ashamed of it. Um, just very broken, uh, especially this time of year when people are talking about family and uh, the joy of the season. And honestly, I don't really have any of that right now. Uh, I don't know if my security has been in my family um, rather than God, uh, where it needs to be. Um, but I'm just really broken right now. I don't know how to move forward. Um, my wife's still in the house, but 
Uh, she is looking for something else. Um, it's to the point where she doesn't even look at me. <clears throat> when I get home, we kind of just sit in different corners of the house. Um, and it's not looking good. Um, she's, you know, it seems like every little fight or big fight we've had in our 10 years of marriage, um, she always says, I'm done, that's it, it's over. And I think this time she's dead serious. Uh, so just could really use prayers, <clears throat> uh, prayers for reconciliation, prayers for God's will to be done. Thank you. God bless you. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Wind and Water from Washington. And today is December 3rd. Happens to be my grandson Leo's 11th birthday. And I just want to um, ask for prayers for him and his mom and his uncles that they would, um, that I believe they're seekers, but they haven't yet owned their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I just pray for that every day. And I pray for um, all children and grandchildren, all the Daily Audio Bible. This Father, um, I also want to pray for a gentleman that I met a couple of nights ago. We were watching The Shift in a theater, and a man at the front um, was, was just broken, and he asked for prayers. He's suffering from cancer. His name is Rich, his wife's name is Tammy, and they just need prayers for healing and for uh, restoration and completeness. And so I lift up Rich and Tammy, Father, just be with them and heal Rich from the top of his head, the soles of his feet, and make him whole. And, and Father, um, I thank you that he was vulnerable enough to just stand up in that crowd and ask for prayer. God, you are so amazing, and I love the way that you work through this community of believers. Father, just help us always to know that you are the God of the universe and that you do answer prayer. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey everyone, my name is uh, Austin. I'm a first time caller. And um, yeah, I've been listening to Daily Audio Bible for a couple years now, maybe two or three. And um, yeah, just grateful for the chance to, to reflect on scripture um, and just everything that the, the community is doing. So grateful for that. Um, yeah, I'm just seeking prayer today. Um, just feeling kind of overwhelmed. Uh, just recently uh, moved. Um, I got married pretty recently and um, started a new job. So there's just been a lot of changes uh, in my life. So yeah, just seeking, um, just seeking prayer for strength. Uh, just a lot of responsibility. Um, I, uh, I'm also in school so keeping a balance between school and work and life has, has been a lot so um yeah just just um seeking prayer for um for just strength to get through this season um i know uh i know with god's help and prayer uh, i'll be able to get through it but just kind of feeling overwhelmed so um yeah i'm grateful for for the prayers and thank you all for for your support blessings hello this is minita Today is December 1st. I wanna um, thank this young person who called in thanking DAB for praying for 
the brother. That's so beautiful. It's just so beautiful how this child is so grateful to our prayers. So sweet. And now this child wants us to pray for Mamita, grand, his, his grandma, who's 98 years old. Father God, I lift up this child to you, dear Lord. You know his heart. You know the desire of his heart, Father. He wants his grandma to live longer, dear Lord. Will you please listen to his heart, listen to his desire, Father? Bless this child in such a beautiful way, dear God. I pray that you give strength to his, to the grandma, dear Father. Visit her, dear Lord, wherever she's at. You are God that's everywhere. And there is no distance between you and us. And you always listen to us when we come to your presence, Father. Praying, dear God, for one another. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray. Young child, thank you for calling in. I love you. And I give you a big hug. Take care and God bless you. And thank you for having such a great faith in the Lord and loving God and loving us. We all love you. Take care. Good night. Bye-bye.